Ohio. Ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. People sometimes like to make a lot of drama over the term Latinx. But even before Latinx, people were trying to do this like an at to have the A and the O together. Gender is fluid. Language is fluid. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Sweetheart, your brain is fluid. All right, News Talk 5. Now go make me a sandwich. Latinx. I like the way she says it. Latinx. News Talk 550, KTSA. she grow up in, the, in, like, Brooklyn or something like that? The word is friggin' Latinx. Wherever it was, it was oxygen-deprived. Like Apparently. She's an idiot. <laughs> People voted for that, man. News Talk 550 KTSA, uh, FM 1071. I'm Sean. My dumb little show, and the phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. That was Alexandria Orifice Cortez. Cortez. Alexandria Orifice Cortez, as I like to call her. Because she's just a talking orifice. She really is. And Latinx. I don't know one damn Hispanic person who likes that. Hey, do we have any Hispanic people? Let me open up the phone lines here. Do we have any Latinos or Latinas or Hispanic people who actually dig the word Latinx? Because I think the stats say it's like 2%, right? Most people, my wife freaking hates that word. She, she hates it. And uh, and so and then AOC goes on to say that language and gender are fluid because there's people like to make a lot of drama over the term Latinx. So what is the X supposed to mean, right? You can be a dude or a woman, or it's inclusive, it's equitable. You know, if you're trans, if you. If you're a furry, you know, if you're a furry, you know, whatever you are. My favorite part of the whole soundbite, though, is how she sounds like any other girl from the street until she gets to that word. <laughs> then she becomes Charo. Yeah, right. Latinx. She sounded like the Castro boys. You know, I think that uh, as a Mexican-American, I think we should all be called Latinx. <laughs> yeah, that drives Scott Robbins crazy. What's that? What's that? Latin? The Well, just the... Pronunciation. Oh, yeah. It drives me crazy. Spanish words. When people don't pronounce them correctly? Well, that's like, just like it, but, but it's proper. It's the proper pronunciation. Oh. So. Latinx. I don't know anyone who likes that term. Well, there is no proper for Latinx. There, there, it's not. It's a romantic language, and so you have very specific female and male references throughout the language. I do know that. And uh, but if you if you just look at it though, and you're not familiar with you know the the, the controversy surrounding the term, the word, it's like Latinx. You look <laughs> at it, it's 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 actually spells let Latinx right. Latinx. Latinx. Hey, do we have any Latinxes listening that want to give us a call and see? You know, perhaps a hyphen between the N and the X. Latinx. <laughs> Think Latinx I. Latinx. I like to eat the Latinxa taco. I like the caldo. Latinxa taco just down the street from where I live. Pass your shorts. Pete, how you doing, Pete? <laughs> Oh, I'm doing good until you played uh, Alex Sodafist, whatever. <laughs> hey, I I want to know, and, and I'm Hispanic culture. Right. What is Latinx? What is Latinx? I, I never can find anybody to tell me what it is. It's supposed to be like gender, non-gender specific. 
Because again, it's Latina, it's Latino, you know, and, uh, and so they came up with this made up word so that I guess trannies can feel like included in Hispanic stuff. <laughs> so, so wouldn't that, wouldn't that be dos equis? Dos what? X? Dos. I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> dos equis? Two X's, one for each. Right, I got whatever. you. All right, man. Why isn't it Latinx? <laughs> yeah, Latinequis. there you go. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> this is great. All right, man. Thanks okay. for the call. Yep. Bye-bye. Oster Luwager. Um, I just think it's silly. I just, and, and she's supposed to be little Miss, you know, Alexandria. Ostracho Cortez, whatever her name is. She's supposed to be like the voice of the the brown women, you know. And 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 Chica, man, like everybody hates the Latinx thing, man. They just don't dig it. I don't know anybody likes being called a Latinx. You're the only one that likes to be called Latinx. Doesn't that sound like a like a puma from Southern California or something like that? I, oh God, there's more damn Latinx in my yard. <laughs> always gonna eat my wiener dog so that's the show uh 210 i'll be back i need the latinx <laughs> i need to go take a latinx no no you gotta do it with the exit i need to go take a latinx i'll be back <laughs> yeah my wife hates that freaking word don't you be calling me no Latinx. You're not the boss of me, Alexandria Orofiso Cortez. It's Latina. It's Latina. <laughs> you got the wrong person, the Latinx on the west side, man. You're going to die. <laughs> Why'd you call me? You call me what? I'm going to kill you. Um, two zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Here's a uh, Jono. How you doing, man? Good morning. Hey, dude. What's going on? Oh, uh, you know, another day in paradise. I concur. What? Why do they want to come? I'm Chano from Laredo, Texas. Oh, I know who you are, man. You cool? Latin, Latin dude. You know, burns food all the time. So. <laughs> I don't know why they want to screw up our club. We don't want an X behind all of that stuff. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. You know, st- stop, stop trying to do what we don't want. You know, be nice. A- a- everybody stay in their lane. I I agree. I agree. I, don't, I think know, she's a fool. If, if, if everybody stayed in their lane and didn't impose and any any. Uh, gender things on people they wouldn't have this division they would you know if everybody just stay in their lane have a good time enjoy life be who you are just don't get peace man i agree absolutely man thank you brother thank you have a good day <laughs> you too man he's right on 210-599-5555 well okay look as a straight dude i'm not really i've never really you know appreciated this whole cisgender crap you know what i mean that's a made-up word I'm fairly certain it's a made-up word. Okay, so people who don't want to be labeled for some odd reason think they get to label me. They get to label my straight ass. You know they what I mean? They make up labels. They make up labels. Cisgender. He's cisgender. Now I'm a straight white male Christian. I'm the worst thing in the world, man. Cisgender. And then they shorten like, well, he's cis. Well, I'm, at least I'm not a sissy. 210-599-5555. Esteban, how you doing? Latinx, eh? Say it with me, say Latinx. You say that, you gotta, you got to be able to run fast around me. I mean, this is like the Taco Bell. This is like somebody who's Mexican going, eating at Taco Bell. Precisely. And you know she married a she's engaged to a big gringo anyway, so it tells you what she that she likes a certain kind of a a big honky. ginger uh, uh, honky too. Yeah. Yeah, his life so sucks. She's engaged to a gringo. She uses Latinx. 
She probably eats that Taco Bell and calls it authentic. <laughs> he probably does, man. Esteban, thanks. Have a good one, man. thanks, man. You know, I remember, you know, when my great grandmother uh, in the little village that she lived in would make Mexi melts, and she'd make Mexi melts on the stone thingy, and and uh, that the, so making Mexi melts became a tradition in in my house, in in my home, in my Latinx home, and every Christmas. Like, you know, we'd make Mexi melts, just like grandmother used to make. <laughs> she's such a, she's so stupid, man. Uh two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty. And we would gather around the Christmas tree, which we also called the Christmas tree O, okay, in the proper uh traditional way. And grand great grandmother would make her Mexi melts. And we'd have Mexi melts for Christmas, oh. Uh, anyway, uh, 210 Ariba. 210 It's a Rebinks. <laughs> I don't know who speaks the language worse, Ocasio-Cortez or the Castro boys. Wouldn't you like to see hear the three of them having a conversation? <laughs> Como se dice... Cheese. <laughs> I think I could go for a carne desader. Julian, what do you think? Alexandre, we're, we're buying. It's okay. Uh, grassy ass, my Latinx brothers. Pass the guacamole. <laughs> guacamole. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Can I have a tacati? <laughs> a tacati. <laughs> We're gonna go to a traditional taco rear. and where they serve the traditional Mexi melts, like my great grandmother used to make on again that stone thingy. Mocha hate. <laughs> that mocha hate. You know it's made of rock. Doesn't do well in the garbage disposal either. All right. Uh, 210-599-5555. She's an idiot, man. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Pedro is working on an adobe. Can you say that with me? Adobe. Adobe. Corn can also be used to make tortillas. Do we have any Mexican-Americans with us today? What well, buenos dias. Buenos dias. What the hell was that? Who's talking about KTSA? What was that from? That was Pee Wee Herman. That was Pee Wee Herman? And they, there was no basement in the Alamo. <laughs> Jeez. That's funny. Uh, News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 107.1. We're being extremely offensive today. Because that's how we roll. Offensive vinks. We want to be equitable and make sure nobody feels like left out from being offended. Spread it around. Uh, spread that offense around, man. And, uh, you know, we, we, now, everybody's talking about guns, guns, guns. Matthew McConaughey now, now, in all fairness, he is from Uvalde. It's his hometown. Uh, and, and he writes an op-ed piece because, you know, he's Matthew McConaughey and he talks about gun responsibility. Nobody, nobody wants to take your guns away. People love saying that right now. Nobody wants to take your guns away except the one you have. Uh, and so Matt's, Matthew's talking about gun responsibility, and he wants the same thing everybody else wants, which is background checks, expanded background checks, which I don't get. There's already a background check. You cannot buy a weapon without a background check. I mean, unless it's a personal sale or a family gun or something like that. Uh, they want to increase the age to 21. Matthew wants to increase the age to 21. What's that going to do? What? Is that going to do? Uh, red flag law. So if you think somebody's freaking nuts, you can call the cops and they'll go take his gun, uh, their guns. Um, statistically, we've already found out that uh, places that have red flag laws 
the mo- the biggest because people tend to I know this is shocking abuse that and uh, the worst perpetrators of that abuse are ex girlfriends and wives. It, it, here's what I think: if you see somebody who you think might be crazy and, and not in a good way, tell somebody. But to put a law in a book where you just you know call call the cops up and give them give them a name. And the cops show up at your door and take your guns. Okay, that's that's not a solution. Most of these spree killers are, you know, walking red flags. There are people all around them that know something bad is going on or they're posting about it online. Well, yeah, at that point, tell somebody. National waiting period. Uh, I don't know. Really, I'm not sure what that's supposed to do. Because <laughs> so, that's like usually, I think, like a week or something like that is usually what they uh, what they start talking about when it's, it comes to national, you know, having a, a waiting period. What is that going to do? How does that do anything? What's what are you suggesting here? That if there's a waiting period, some of these people will be like, ah, I've lost interest. I'm not going to do it. I had to wait too long. People who do these kinds, commit these kinds of crimes, obsess on this stuff. They make plans. They obsess on their plan. All right, you make them wait a week or two weeks to buy a weapon. You think that's going to matter? The hell is that going to do? Well, it's better than doing nothing, Sean. That's usually what I hear. Yeah, but shouldn't the thing you do actually have some kind of an effect, positive effect? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Here's Chris. Oh, I got to take a break here, Chris. What's, what's what are you thinking about? Hey, uh, just a moment ago, you mentioned about the changing the age from 18 to 21 to buy a firearm or to buy a, a, a handgun yeah correct yeah handguns well my thinking on that is uh you know at, at 18 uh you haven't made any mistakes you haven't lived life you know i, I know most of my mess ups have been after i was 18 years old right so i think if by moving it to 21 it, it gives you uh i mean how hard is it to fail a background check at 18 <laughs> what have you done wrong a couple speeding tickets well i mean i just i don't i don't because if the idea is this somehow will pre- will prevent mass shootings, I'm not sure exactly how that works. Do you know what I mean? Well, well sure. Uh, you know, parenting obviously is going to be a, a big role in your upbringing uh, moving forward. But uh, and responsible firearm training, and right? Things of that sort. But as, as far as uh, again, I, I, I strongly believe that twenty, the age of twenty one, will definitely help decrease the number of violent crimes with firearms committed. You so think so? People, obviously, absolutely. No, that's not going to say that, that people still can't get firearms. You know, you and I both know, uh, you know, my next door neighbor, I see it every morning, these kids running around, breaking into cars, pulling door handles, stealing firearms. And it's, it's a horrible idea to leave your firearm in a car. Right. I don't know why anybody does that. Right. But uh, it's not going to prevent people from still getting firearms in their possession. Right. I, I got to run, man. I'm out of time. I, we'll, we'll respond to this when we get back. Uh, 210-599-5555. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Yeah. Yeah. Newstalk 550 KTSA. Yeah. Is that from Purple? Purple came. We were talking about this uh, with Trey. <laughs> Stone Temple Pilots. That's uh, Purple came out uh, on this date in 1994. And I'm a huge STP fan. And uh, and you you actually like Stone Temple Pilots. You weren't much for the other guys, but you like right. Stone Temple Pilots. No, I do like them a lot. They actually weren't considered real grunge no, they at were the from, time. They were from California. They were from California. So people looked down their noses at them. But, but then people really started. I mean, he yeah. had such a voice, and yeah. they could play. Yeah. And I, I think they eventually. Were, they were kind of like the, uh, that time, for that time period, they kind of had that Rolling Stones early 70s edge going on. Yeah. Just kind of this bluesy thing happening. Right. You know, this blistering guitars going on. And I thought it was great. Plus that album. I remember when, when, because we would get CDs in the mail back then, and it came into the radio station I was working at. Oh, wow. And it came in, and I looked at it, and the first track was a song called Meat Plow. (laughs) (laughs) Meat Plow. Great tune, man. Well, I'm in. (laughs) Just the title alone is great. I love it. God, 1994. Holy crap. Oh, man. 
They were great. They were. They were. And he was sad. You know, he's. It's like I said during the morning wearing Ryman. It's like me and Eddie were the only ones. <laughs> yeah. You know, I saw them up in Maine. Oh, you uh, did? Right after the, the last album they did with Wyland, right? I don't remember the name of it. Right. But right after it came out, they did a tour. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, uh, they played up in, in Bangor, up in the, uh, up in Bangor. And now uh, they just put on a great show. And we were kind of nervous because it's like, wow, you know, he's got, he's been kind of known to not show. Right. Because he's got all these substance abuse issues. Yeah, absolutely, on. yeah. And so we're, just, you know, and, and he'd been away from the band for a bit. They got back together and we're like, I hope he shows up because it's going to, and it was great. You know, well, he was a hell of a front man, too. Yeah. He really was. Yeah, all he was very animated place. and, yeah. you know, very theatrical. And again, the, the Stones comparison comes in because he was like Jagger, where he yeah. was all over the stage and just had a very commanding presence while he was right. up there. So. Well, you know, it's, it's a great record and yeah. uh, they're a great band. But talking to Trey about grunge is like, you know, <laughs> man, you he got, wasn't a fan, man. <laughs> I don't mean to to pull the curtain back too much, but right behind you, the ceiling is leaking. Quite, it's a quite a significant leak. So we got some problems. Oh yeah, <laughs> water and electronics I, is not yeah, good. I don't want you to lean back too far because that could be a problem. Oh wow, yeah, yeah. that could be a problem. <laughs> Thanks for pointing that out. Yeah. <laughs> Here, Here comes, comes Chris, Chris with the bucket. With the bucket. <laughs> <Two ones. laughs> Taking a leak here on the air. Uh, 210-599-8585. Oh, man. So, th- I, yeah, because I don't look back there very often. Right. But I'm standing. like, and I, and it's, There's a window behind you. Right. So I can just see there's something glistening every now and then. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell is that? And then I look up. I'm like, oh, no. We don't want anything glistening uh, in the studio. <laughs> You know, what happens if water hits Rima? It's like the Wicked Witch of the West in there. It so burns. It's melting or something. It burns. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Here's, uh, where are we? Here's Elvis. Elvis, how are you? Oh, sorry. I can't do it right now. El- okay. Uh, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Yeah, Chris ran down the hall to kind of get one of our engineers to kind of look at the, the, the leak. What, did I just say one of our engineers? Yeah. We just got old Greg, don't we? Right. Old Greg and his dog. Yeah. <laughs> he brings his dog to the station. He better bring his dog in a mop today. <laughs> uh, let's see. 210-599-5555. Let me take a call here. Will, you're on Newstalk 550 KTSA. What are you thinking? Yeah, so I I agree I kind of agree with you uh, when you when you talk about the the I kind of agree and disagree with you when you talk about the wait period for the guns mm-hmm. I agree with you that the, the guys that go out there and they're like playing you know these mass shootings for months and months and you know I don't think a wait period is going to do anything for them but I do think in the case of the uh, the the guy that that killed the doctor in uh, Tulsa uh, that guy was. You know, he was having some some anger management issues because he was having some pain, and he went out and bought his gun the same day he committed the crime. I kind of feel like in a case like that, maybe a week or two of him having to wait to get a gun, you know, maybe his pain would have got better. Maybe the response he got from the doctors also a little bit been better. So maybe in a, in a case like that, you know, you have a cooling down period versus, you know, he was mad, he was in pain, you know, the doctor saw right. him give him what he wanted, and he just responded right away. So I think that's a situation where the waiting period, it's not going to, none of these suggestions are going to stop all of these things, but maybe that can stop those, maybe it can help also stop some of the, uh, the domestic violence ones, you know, say, you know, the wife decides she wants to leave the husband, and, you know, he goes out and buys that gun the same day, and, and you know, because he thinks his world is in it, I think, if there's a wait period on something like maybe that guy like calms down and rises, and goes, well, you know, yeah, she's leaving me, but there's other women out there. I still got my kids, and, and they, you know, they kind of. Well, I mean, you could also argue the other, the opposite that uh, you know, let's say a woman is in a domestic violence situation and she needs to get a gun quickly because you know we we had this woman in Houston who had been stalked by some guy and uh, he finally kicked open her door. And she shot him dead, you know. And uh, so I, I, I understand what you're saying about, but, but the, all of these solutions or so-called solutions, they affect everyone. On the idea that maybe one person will, will, you know, simmer down or what have you. And I, I just, I, 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 I appreciate your argument, but I, I just, I just don't see it. 
I think if you're murderous, okay, like I've I've been through a lot of physical pain, you know, with the stuff that happened a few months ago, you know, and and there were times where the it, frankly it was a screw up or or something wasn't done right, and you know I I have no desire to go you know, go get a gun, get a gun and go in there and shoot people. So point being, oh, I got to take a point, point being that if you're if you're uh, a murderous person who is capable of doing that, you're going to do it, okay, whether you got to wait a week or not. 210-599-5555, San Antonio's News, Traffic, and Weather Station, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yeah, News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. Can I just say this? I've seen Hunter Biden naked way too much. It's just, man, I'm going to need freaking therapy to get that crap out of my head. Because we now have we have uh, uh, some new video. that While well, this old man's trying to take away your gun and my gun and all that stuff, is we have new video that's uh, popped up. I'm sorry. That's, uh, you know, gone public of Hunter Biden naked with a prostitute and surrounded by drugs. He's got a piece in his hand. He's got a he's got a thirty eight semi auto, and he's handling it really badly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, not notwithstanding the whole fact that you you're not supposed to handle weapons if you had any kind of drugs. All right. He's got his finger right there on the trigger, and he's swinging it around. Man, that chick is lucky to be alive. It's just sick of seeing him naked. That's all. Here's Elvis. Elvis, how are you? Oh, thank you. I'm back. Hey, um, remember when drinking was 18 and only took a couple of DUIs and some deaths to take all that away to 21? So if they're going to raise the uh, age to 21, it kind of gives the left a feeling that they won something. And for that kid that's getting tormented at school, it's going to give him a three-year break. All of his tormentors may leave the town or he may leave the town. And what seems so bad at one time really ain't so bad at all. I, you know, I, I just, that argument I don't buy, and I'll tell you why. If you're capable, if you're capable of walking into a school or any other public place and just randomly shooting people, that stuff is in your head. That's not just a bad day. You know, you're just not having a bad day, and if only you had a couple of years to get over it, you'd let it go. That's, you know, I, I have bad days too. I don't want to shoot anybody. You know what I mean? I, I'm just saying it. it, it I don't. I, I understand that why people think the 21 because the, the argument I hear is well, 18 year olds don't know nothing these days, and 18 year olds are different than 18 year olds when we were kids and all that stuff. And that may be true. You know what? They are a, a generation that kind of gets going a little. You know, t- 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 takes them a little longer to get going in life. But again, we're talking about people who 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 commit mass murder. And they're capable of that. They're going to be capable if they're capable of that of that at eighteen. They're going to be capable of that at twenty-one, in my opinion. If that makes Absolutely. sense. Absolutely, and that's when and that's when you look at the left and you go, "Well, that didn't work." <laughs> you know, so right. it's definitely mental health. I agree with that. Health. Absolutely, I agree. I got to run, man. I'm getting low on time here. Let's go to Laura. Laura, how you doing? Yes, sir. I have quick points to make, sir. Sure. One, let's look at school safety. How can we make them more secure? Number two, I work in mental health for 20 years, and it's broken in Texas. Right. And how would you say it's broken? I mean, what's broke about it? You put them in the hospital for three days, and there's no follow-up. Right. None at all. Oh, okay, we can keep them for three days if they're a danger to self or others. And then let's just discharge them and not have follow-up at all. Right. Let's wow. not monitor them at all. Right. Number three, people around these, uh, the people that commit these acts already see signs. Why aren't they reporting? That's my big question. Because one of the things that all of these people, young men, have in common is that everybody around them knew that they were messed up and they were going to do something. Right. Exactly. Families, friends, right. they know all this. And yeah. so... You know, why don't they report or get help for their family members? And know. the last one, what is the average age of the shooters? we got to look at that. I know a lot of them are high school. Or, uh, it happens in schools. So some of them are, um, you know, school age. However, the one in Vegas, he was in the 50s, correct? Right, yeah, he was. 
So, I mean, what difference is, uh, you know, moving the gun age? Well, I, I, I think the, I think moving the gun age makes people feel like they're doing something. I just don't think it does any good. I, I don't see no, what possible good it could do against somebody who wants to kill a bunch of people. You know, exactly. this this guy health. waited for years to commit this crime. He's been planning exactly, and and what ninety days is going to change that? Right. You know, no, or I don't get it. Whatever waiting period right. they had is not going to change it. Laura, no. I appreciate the call. Thank. Thank you so much. I just I got to go. I'm getting short on time here. And and look, this 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 agenda because what Matthew McConaughey said is the same damn thing Pelosi said, same damn thing that Biden said, except Biden tossed in nine millimeters, and they all want to ban semi-automatics, which is pretty much every gun that pretty much most people own in this country. It ain't about protecting kids. This rabble is not concerned with protecting kids in schools. They are concerned with gutting the Second Amendment, is what they're concerned with. We'll talk some more when we get back at Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. The Electoral College is an undemocratic relic of the early Constitution. Sean Reimer, 9 till 11, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Uh huh. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. This is my dumb little show, hour number two. I'm going to sneeze. Phone lines are open 210 So I'm driving in today, and i got to listen to this schmuck on ABC. I said it. That's I, I call this, I'm calling this person a schmuck. I don't remember which reporter it was. They're doing a, a quick thing on, you know, the price of gas. Price of gas is, what is it, like five, four sixty something now? I mean, it's going up every day. We're going to be at $5 before too long. And if we're going to be at $5 before too long, baby, we're going to be at 6 and $7 before too long. And, it, you know, I, it, two years ago we were energy independent. Two years ago we didn't need to import oil or from anybody. We had our own resources. We were... Drilling uh, back in the Gulf, we had uh, we had we had uh, uh, more uh, uh, sites opening up. We were doing really well. I mean, it was under a dollar, under uh, two dollars when Joe Biden took office. And this is all on purpose. This gas thing is on purpose, and you know it is. But it's really going to hurt people's lives. I mean, I'm doing okay right now, but I mean, you know, it, it's for folks who you know, we were talking about this yesterday, folks who. You know, uh, let's say you're a contractor and you got a truck and you got to have all your equipment, or you're a landscaper and you got to have your truck with all your equipment, or hell, if you're a plumber or what have you. You know, this this is going to drive people out of business. People aren't going to be able to work. I I keep saying over and over again because I I don't see what else happens, but at some point this country just stops, man. And so I heard the schmuck on ABC talking to a couple of people. Well, talking to a couple of people. Well, you know, it's a ten-minute walk, twenty or ten-minute drive, twenty-minute walk. I think I could use the exercise. Did you hear that, Chris? This morning, and then the other one what was the other guy. The other guy said something like, uh, "Well, you know, it's fine. I'll just ride my bike." And it, the implication of the reporting being that, you know, hey, we're we're all going to be fine. You know, hey, just jump on your bike, take a walk. You lazy, fat-ass Americans. I mean, that's kind of the implication. You know what? A lot of people can't do that. A lot of people cannot walk or ride a freaking bicycle to work. I can't. You know, I mean, unless you want me to pedal my 55-year-old ass from uh, from Bandera Road all the way down to Eisenhower. I don't think that would work. I'm just thinking outside the box here. Uh, and it really is kind of, I think what I, what upsets me most about the gas prices, because it is hurting people, and it's going to hurt people worse, is the blithe attitude towards, you know, by the government and, and, and also by the media that, you know, yeah, well, hey, you know, you're going to be fine. What, what was the uh, Jean-Pierre? Ha, ha, 
Oh, oh, what was what the hell was tumbling out of her mouth yesterday? Well, in Germany, they're playing. They're paying nine dollars and you know nine dollars a gallon. The EU, you know, they're paying a lot more than we are. So you know, Mister Man, don't be so greedy. The implication with this administration, it's always you. It's all we're always the ones who are screwed up, and you know. The rest of the world lives, you know, paying these kinds of prices, so we should, you know, because we want to be global and stuff, we should stop stop our bitching, if you will. But, you know, two years ago we were paying under two bucks. Because we have our own oil. We have our own energy sources. We don't need to import from anybody. And and imagine, you know, and this is the funny thing. This is when you really think about it, right? And then we'll take some calls. 210-599-5555 is they don't want us to, they want to shut down the coal and oil petroleum industry in America, right? Because it's killing the earth. But they have absolutely no problem buying that stuff from other people who are killing the earth. (laughs) How are you solving the problem of not killing the earth by buying oil from people who are killing the earth? It's on purpose. They're running this country into a brick wall. We got... Now it's up to 15,000 people in a caravan, a single caravan, that are about to cross the border. Uh, The cost of everything is going up because of gas and diesel. They're running this country into a brick wall, and maybe I'm a conspiracy whack job at this point, but I I believe it's all on purpose. There's, uh, As I said yesterday, there's no other explanation for it. There's no other explanation or reason that you can plug into all this stuff and have it make any freaking sense, unless they're all that stupid. You know? And I don't think they're all that stupid. I think this is uh, this is on purpose. I really do. <laughs> what are you saying? I can't hear you. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry. Uh, I was talking to Chris. Uh, 2105. He, he was calling you a whack job. A whack job. What do you mean, like I'm like I'm Alex Jones? Like you know, like let me tell you something. Soon they're gonna be putting nanobots in our blood so they can read our thoughts. <laughs> I gotta watch doing my Alex Jones imitation. I might have another heart attack. You know, right, give yourself an aneurysm or something. I will. Let's go to the phones. <laughs> Here's Steve. Steve, how you doing? <laughs> I'm doing well, Sean. First of all, I have absolutely no sympathy whatsoever. For the border towns who are once again fixing to be invaded. Those idiots down on the border have been voting Democrats since before the Johnson years. Right. So I have no pity for them. They deserve everything they're getting. They had a chance to vote for a so-called moderate, reasonable Democrat in Henry Cuellar, which I don't believe at all. I don't believe there's any such thing as a moderate, reasonable Democrat. Right. They have that choice, and then they have the... uh, 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 Alexander Ocasio Cortez, oh, God, and 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 they but they voted for her in numbers to where now we have to have a recount. But I think all of the pain and suffering that this country and the world are suffering today absolutely proves that President Donald J. the Truth Trump, aka the reality president, has more had. And has more empathy for the people of this country and the world than the entire Democrat Party has in their little pinky, in the tip of their little pinky nail. Right, right. I agree, man. He really really tried to do things that would make not only our, our lives easier and better, but the lives of the people of the world easier and yep. better. He loved them all enough and loved us all enough to tell us the truth and to tell their leaders the truth. Right. I agree. I got to go, Steve. Thanks for the call, man. 210-599-5555. Here's Carol. Carol, how are you doing? Carol, are you there? Carol. Okay. Uh, let's see. Mike. Mike, how are you doing? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm a truck. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to talk about the fuel. Hey, uh, I'm a truck driver, and um, I'm all, I'm almost afraid I might lose my job uh, in the next couple of months. I'm I'm a company driver, but this fuel, you're gonna see a lot of trucking companies going out of business because um, right now it, it takes uh, for me when I fill this truck up, it's costing the company one thousand four hundred dollars 
to fill this thing up with uh, 300 God. gallons of fuel. And my company has like about uh, we got like about 150, 200 trucks, hmm. and that's that's taking a bite out of their profit. And like I said, the only thing they can do is raise the rates that we charge to haul this freight. But that means that the regular people, when you go to Walmart and the grocery stores or whatever, that's the reason why the prices are so sky high right. in the uh, grocery stores and other places because the trucking companies have to pass it on to the consumers. And, and let me give you credit for one thing, my man. You, I give you credit for uh, for having the guts to say what you just said a few minutes ago that this is being done on purpose. A lot of a lot of radio show hosts. They won't say that these fuel prices are, are being done on purpose by the Biden administration. You're one of the few people that do that, and I appreciate that. And I thank you for taking my call today. Thank you, man, and good luck to you, man. I know you're going through a rough time. I really appreciate the call. Thank you. Yeah, they are. Well, they are. <laughs> what do you say? How much? A thousand bucks to fill up a, a, a truck? And yeah, it is. I, I, again, if you don't. If you don't think it's on purpose, then why do you think it's going on? Is it Putin <laughs> going into Ukraine? Because the gas prices were on the rise uh, long before that, and the price of stuff. Because we had a chain of uh, uh, the, the, the chain of supply was screwed up. Biden was shutting down uh, uh, offshore uh, uh, refineries uh, left and right, Keystone Pipeline. So if, if you don't think this stuff is on purpose, why do you think it's going on? I'm curious. 210-599-5555. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. <laughs> news Talk 550 KTSA. I just saw a funny meme. I just saw a funny meme. It's so funny. You've seen Elf on a Shelf, meet Herd on a Turd. That's just never going to leave her for the rest of her life, man. For the rest of that chick's life. How old is she? She's not even that old, is she? Like in her 30s or something? That chick is never, ever going to get away from pooping in Johnny Depp's bed. She is now going to be known for that forever. 36. 36. She's 36. She's got a long way to go, man. Don Morgan, I was just saying, I just saw a meme. I'll repeat it. You've seen Elf on a Shelf meet Herd on a Turd. This picture of Amber Heard with a pile of, well, you know. She's just, that's that's going to follow her. None of this was worth it for her. Not if really. that's what's going to follow her for the rest of her life. Because every time she, like, if she ever wants to have another relationship with another dude, you're not going to poop in my bed, are you? Why don't we stay at your place? Let's stay at your place. <laughs> poop in your own damn bed. Yeah, really. But what a hell of a thing to be known for. You know what I mean? That's like the worst thing in the world to be known for. <laughs> and he's out there having $60,000 parties and celebrating, you know? Right. That's yeah. right. She pooped in my bed. And she's out there going on dates with guys who spike her drinks with a modium AD. <laughs> <laughs> Just to make sure. Is it speed dating? Yeah. Yeah, have a, have a big old hunk of cheese there. Why not? Ah, yeah. baby, there you go. They have, have some brie, baby. Yeah. See how that works for you. Stay away from my damn bed. <laughs> you poop where you're supposed to poop. You don't poop in a man's bed. Right. She ha- she should have that tattooed on her body somewhere. I pooped in Johnny Depp's bed. Maybe she should just try to own it. You know what I mean? Sometimes you just got to own stuff. Yeah. And you've got that one desperate dork that, you know, follows her around with a sign. You can poop in my bed, Amber. <laughs> You can go pooping in my bed. This <laughs> is <laughs> <a> stupid thing. <laughs> but you know that there's at least one nerd out there that would go out with her. You right, know what I mean? just because. I'll go out with you, Amber. Copros unite. <laughs> <laughs> if you have to poop in my bed, I can use it in my garden. It's okay. I grow strawberries. Well, I wanted to get a new mattress anyway. When you get a new mattress, you can poop in my bed, Amber. I'll go out with you. (laughs) (laughs) Just, you know. This chick can't go on any social media platform because she's going to see herself sitting over a pile of crap. Oh, my God. Because I've seen about a 100 different memes since this whole thing started. Yeah. We have a uh, sandbox, Amber. Stay out. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay, Amber. It's clumping. 
It's okay. Just shovel it right out of there. Bring your own little scoop. Bring your own little scoop. <laughs> it's clumping litter. What a thing to be known for for the rest of your life. And then we have, uh, <laughs> hey, while we're making fun of women, then we have this other uh, this story out of the Washington Post. Did you hear this one? No, but how does it get any worse? Well, it's it's not worse than Amber pooping in your bed. No. But it's some. <laughs> Can you imagine? You know, my uh, my last date was actually Lorena Bobbitt, so the whole pooping in my bed thing doesn't really scare me all that much. Right. Well, I'm a man who likes to live on the edge. Oh God. Yeah. See what you got. It's, girl, it's like a. You remember Dane when Dane Cook was funny? It's kind of like a Dane Cook bit. No, I don't think he's ever been funny. No, he was in the very first record, and he said, "You ever want to have a good time at a party? Here's what you do." Now I'm not going to use the word he used. <laughs> But he said, you know that room, the bedroom where everybody puts their coats? Poop on the coats. <laughs> Crap on the coats. <laughs> and then come out of the room and say, somebody crapped on the coats. <laughs> God, that's disgusting. And everybody will be looking at each other trying to figure out who did it, but you know, yeah, you, you know, know you was. know it was you. Or be like that scene in Ghostbusters. <laughs> who brought the dog? <laughs> <laughs> Amber pooped in his bed. Jeez. Oh. And so we have a, what are, what are we going, Washington Post story where reporter David Weigel just retweeted. Doesn't he realize he works for the Washington Post? He retweeted a joke by YouTube host Cam Harless. Quote, every girl is bi. You just have to figure out if it's polar or sexual. Oh, man. <laughs> I thought that was funny. <laughs> well, he got suspended for like six months well, without I pay. Bet he did. He retweeted a joke, man. We need to get a freaking sense of humor again. Besides, it's true. Um, two one zero. I'm kidding. <laughs> you're you're going to get your ass kicked. I'm kidding. You're going you're gonna to wish she'd pooped in your bed by the time she's done with you. Every girl is by. You just have to figure out if it's polar or sexual. I just said it in my creepy voice. I'm going to come over and poop in your bed. <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> I don't do it for free, though. We work out. You do gotta, some squats. Do some squats. I'll poop in your bed. But uh, it's going to cost you some money. <laughs> what I'm kind just... of weird foreplay is that? <laughs> that... That ain't foreplay. That's uh, two play. <laughs> two play. Two, two, that's two ply. <laughs> but just imagine being known for that for the rest of your stinking life. Oh, you know, God, she's it's never gonna leave her. She might as well get that tattooed on her forehead. Yes, I know. I pooped in Johnny Depp's bed. I read about you in the Washington Post. I mean. <laughs> well, you know what I mean? Because she's gonna every job she's gonna you know audition for. Right. Laxative you know, the, commercial? Laxative right. commercials. She's, she's the new Mrs. Whipple for the Charmin Tournament. Oh, God. <laughs> Hi, I'm Amber Heard for Double Ply Charmin. <laughs> Don't, squeeze. Don't squeeze. That's the only, that's the only acting <laughs> job she gets. Oh, God. Every director she auditions for in his head, he's going, she pooped in Depp's bed. This woman I'm interviewing right now pooped in Depp's bed. What the hell? Thanks, Amber. Uh, I think we're done here. What about the next girl Johnny Depp invited over after she oh, heard about God. that? Uh, this isn't this. Can we sleep in the guest room, yeah, Johnny? You got a fold-out couch or something <laughs> like that? I heard what happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's one thing I've managed to uh, avoid my whole life uh, with all the different relationships. I never had anybody do that. Well, it's still the I've peed in a couple of hampers. <laughs> but, uh... What the... You shouldn't put him next to the toilet. <laughs> no. What did you just say? Well, you know. For God's sakes. Well, no, you know, you did she not. did it. You had a few drinks, you know. I did not just say that. <laughs> but I've ne never stop. pooped in anybody's bed, man. That's just wrong. It's like you didn't at some point. That doesn't sound right. Didn't sound right, man. Oh, I'm in the corner of the room. Oh, oops.
Come on, we've all done that. You got two toilets in this room? <laughs> no. No, it's just one of those things we wake up and I did what? <laughs> Why is the pillow wet? <laughs> but doing a number two Z's in someone's bed, someone's bed, that's just wrong, man. And then you can make the excuse. You ever have one of those dreams where you're peeing? <laughs> well, I just did it in the corner of the hotel room. Sorry, right, they got maids. They can take care of that stuff. Sure, they deal with it all the time. It's not as bad as Amber. <laughs> it's not as bad as Amber. Oh, God. Okay, uh, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. And we're back on my dumb little show, News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. How y'all doing? We still got Tom on the line here. Let's start. I'll talk to Tom, see what he wants to discuss. Here's Tom, how you doing? I'm good. How about you? Not too bad, man. What are you thinking? Well, you know, you guys just make me smile. <laughs> I'm in a good like, way. <laughs> I feel like I'm at a Cheech like and Chong concert, and I don't even have to take a hit. <laughs> this show will actually give you a contact buzz. I've had people tell me that. Or a hangover, one of the two. But that's not why I called. I thought of an old uh, axiom, maybe I'll use that term, where they uh, said that statistics lie and liars always quote statistics. Hmm. You never heard that? I, I, I have heard that, yeah. Okay, so I want to change it. Democrats lie and they always quote statistics. <laughs> oh, and, and, and anyway, sorry, that's all I had. Well, no, I mean, I'm not going to get on a big diatribe. Oh, no, 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 no. What, what it is, the, the thing about statistics is you can find statistics to support pretty much anything you want. That's why pretty much when I am looking at stats on anything, I'm looking at whether it's a Rasmussen poll, you know, or somebody's reputable, you know, because uh, media groups do polls based upon their bias and based upon the answers they want to get most times. Well, 67% of statistics are made up on the spot. (laughs) (laughs) What what made me call was that Germans are paying $9 a gallon. I'm like... Well, is that euros or is that right. U.S. dollars? Did anybody actually do the conversion? And who who actually cares what the Germans? Probably are not. Sorry, Does but... that Jean Pierre chick look like she did any research on that? You know that that's a tired argument we've heard for years. That well, the rest of the world well, pays this much. It's like, well, who cares? Okay, we have well, our well, own well, supply. We went down to t- under two dollars a gallon. Why the hell should I'm we pay? Not, I... Why should we pay nine dollars a gallon when we don't have to? I'm old enough to remember, let the bastards freeze in the dark. Oh, God. Am I allowed to say that on air? <laughs> yeah, you're fine. <laughs> All right, man, I got to run, though. Thanks for the call. I, no, that's fine. Uh, again, this is on purpose. And, and the excuse for it or the argument for it is this this crap about, well, we need to transition into these into the renewable energy sources, clean energy. Well, first off, okay, let's just stick with the electric car thing for a second, all right? We're hearing from CPS. I didn't know this until Trey brought it up on Where in Rima. We're hearing from CPS to expect blackouts, right, this summer, right, Chris? They're going to have a scale, like a color. Democrats love color-coded scales, you know? So if it's like a red day, I, I, I don't. you're supposed to cook outside on the grill. You're never supposed to drop your your AC to what below seventy eight, I think. You know, dry your clothes on a on a freaking line out back, you know, and don't use any of your you uh, your appliances and all that stuff. We don't currently have because see the the idea right is that eventually everybody's going to be driving the electric cars. That's that's the bullcrap excuse they give us for why this is all this all needs to happen. Well, we don't have an infrastructure right now where we are capable of of supplying every person in this country who needs a car with a car, with with the electricity they would need to run that car. We don't have the infrastructure for it, so it, it's a it, it's it's a scam to begin with. They're, they're pushing this electric car thing, and the cars themselves are too damn expensive. And you, we don't have the system yet set up to charge cars like we put gas in our car. We're a gas fueled. Excuse me, a gas-fueled country. We just sort of are. 
but this is meant to hurt. This is meant to crash the country. That's what I think. And I'm talking about, uh, you know, the uh, the the border thing. We got fifteen thousand people about ready to cross the border. It's the economy. It's 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 all of it. It's gas prices. They are trying to destroy this country. And I, I know they're, if you're a liberal idiot, you're out there going, oh, what a conspiracy freak. Well, you know, I got my noggin in the news pretty much every day, and uh, this is a lot of stuff going on at one time. And I can't find any other explanation for why it's happening. Because, it, look, let's just use the gas thing. Again, we were energy independent two years ago, right? Two years ago. Uh, Donald, the Trump administration stripped away some unnecessary regulations on the oil produ- uh, oil industry. Uh, he allowed, uh, you know, uh, uh, outfits that were had been shut down. They were they started pumping gas again, pumping oil, what have you. And he opened it up. And he opened up uh, areas of the country where we hadn't been drilling or doing anything before. And in a very short order, if you remember, in very short order, which means it's very easy to do, right? You only had to do a couple of things, and we had gas under $2. And we were energy independent. We didn't have to import from anybody. In fact, we were beginning to export oil. Do you realize, had we kept that up, if Joe Biden had got into office and just did nothing, and just left things the way it were, the way they were, how rich this freaking country would be right now? For real. So what's the what? Why is this happening? Because they want to they want to destroy this country. They want to turn it into a, a a third world s hole, where they can try their little socialist experiments. And that's what it is. So. You know, for you who, you know, if you did happen to vote for, for Joe Biden, I mean, I think a lot of people who don't exist did, but, you know, it's just me. I think a lot of people's dogs voted for Joe Biden. Uh, you know, are you happy with this stuff? Because you've got to pay the same amount of gas, uh, the same amount, a gallon of gas as I do. And somebody said it, I, I, who was it that said, was it, maybe it was Trey, that if you actually voted for Biden, I don't want to hear you complain about the gas at all. <laughs> I don't want to hear you. I don't want to hear no liberal idiot out there complaining about gas prices. All right, this is what you wanted. You got it. Be careful what you vote for. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Where are we? Let, let me. Let me uh, we'll take a break here. I'll come back and talk to John. San Antonio's News, Traffic, and Weather Station, News Talk 550 KTSA, and FM 1071. Yeah, man, uh, we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA. Don't forget we got Operation Interdependence going on right now. KTSA and Kitchen Designs by Giovanni present Operation Interdependence 2022 now through July 4th. We are collected, uh, collecting needed items for our troops deployed around the world for a complete list of items needed. And all our drop-off locations go to KTSA.com, brought to you in part by Airtron, Window World, the Institute for Functional Health, Precision Window, Mr. Sparky, and Specs. Uh, here's John. John, how you doing? Hey, how's it going? Pretty good, man. Hey, I'm, driving across, I'm driving across town on 90 here from west to east, and every major intersection I've come across has these huge lights that light up the clover leaves, and they're always on. You drive downtown anywhere, there's street lights on. Right. And CPS is asking us to conserve energy. I mean, they're a typical bureaucracy bought on by these left wing weirdos, you know? They have I agree. No accountability. When they start showing some restraint, I'll start showing some restraint. Yeah. You know? <laughs> no, it, 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 what a schmuck move, you know? No, you, got, you guys can't use your AC. You think I'm going to turn the AC off in the mayor's office? No. no. <laughs> you walk into CPS's office, it's like opening the door on a refrigerator. For God's sake. <laughs> yeah, they're going to have it. <laughs> oh, yeah, you bet they will. Bunch of schmucks. All right, man, thanks for the call. Thank you. You bet. You have a good one. You too. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, there's different stages depending on how hot it gets on what you are supposed to be able to use in your own home and what you're not. 
I, I think if uh, you know we're not getting uh, our power to run our ACs, it's just shouldn't pay your bill <laughs> if you're not getting the service. But everybody's going to be driving electric cars, right? Right? Give me a break, man. Give me a break, man. 210 599 There's some kind of lawsuit with, uh, with Tom Cruise and Maverick. That um, it, which I didn't know because I thought the first movie sucked. That it was based on a news article called Top Guns, and the, the guy, the, the storyline, everything was based on this article. And the the dude's passed on, but his family is now claiming their rights. In fact, in other words, they were supposed to be paid uh, for the sequel. And and uh, they they had a contract in place from the first movie, I think, and uh, and they said that uh, the the producers are saying that the contract ran out before they actually uh, finished the movie or the movie. No, the, the, I got it reversed. The movie was actually already done uh, after the contract ran out. But the relatives are saying no, no, we had a legal obligate. You had a legal obligation to us past twenty, you know, twenty twenty one. And so now there's this big back and forth about Top Gun Maverick. I don't care. I'm still not going to see it. I'm not going to. I don't care how freaking good it is. I don't care. Uh, uh, Tom Cruise. I'm so. First off, he's a cultist. Okay, you know that, right? He's a Scientologist. He's a cult leader. You ever see? What, what's who's the woman that uh, that was the big Scientologist that came out and did the whole documentary thing on Leah Remini? Leah Remini. 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 Yeah. Uh, and she says he's number two in that organization. And they're a cult. They're a freaking cult, man. I ain't going to pay that damn cultist no money. None of my damn money. Just so he can prove he ain't short. You know what I mean? I ain't going to do it. And there were people who were messaging saying, you know, don't, you know, chastise the religion for, you know, what he's done. It's Scientology, man. It's all the same. It's a cult. It's a cult. It's not a religion. Holy crap. Scientologists are the one bunch of people I've just never given a crap about offending. You know what I mean? They deserve it. They <laughs> They need to get audited. They should. They, they you know how much what freaking money passes through that organization? Well, I'm sorry, that's that's their term for the process. Oh, the audit. Auditing. Right, right. Well, they, they hold their little joysticks they, or whatever. Right. They should be audited though. By the by the, FBI, the, the IRS. Auditing, yeah, yes. like that, right. Not the weirdo auditing they do. Right. So, no, I don't want any of my money going to freaking Scientology. It ruins people's lives. And plus, I get sick and tired of having to spend. I don't go to a lot. I don't. I can't remember the last Tom Cruise movie I saw at the freaking theater. You know what I mean? Tropic Thunder? It might have been. He was great in that. He was. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Where are you? Where are you? Where? There you are. Do I have a boom, man? Hit him. Hit, I mean, he, he was he was hilarious in that. But, like, watching him hang off a freaking building or fly a freaking jet airplane, I don't give a crap. You know, I just, I, I, I'm, I'm not interested, man. Dude, you're a short guy. You're just short. You're always going to be short, Tom. You can make all the MIs you want. You're, gonna, you're still short. You know what? You made a crap load of money for the Scientology Church with this new Maverick movie. But you know what, Tom? You know what, dude? You're still short. Mission Impossible. Grow a couple inches. Grow a couple of inches. No, you can't because you're short. He is. Have you ever seen a guy with a bit with a with a more intense case of Napoleon disorder than than, than that guy? He used to be interesting before he got to that action movie place. You you should see Magnolia. Magnolia is one of the weirdest flicks you'll ever see, but he's brilliant in that movie. And I can't quote any of his lines from the movie. But to watch him free climb something, I just I don't want to watch Tom Cruise free climb crap. Okay, not interested. I don't want to see little little wee Tom Cruise hanging out of an airplane, flying jet airplanes. I don't care how I don't care how good the movie is. I refuse to watch it. I'm he's, that guy. He's not free climbing anything. He's not free climbing. I got a wire on his ass. That rope is green. That rope is green, dude. It's CGI'd out, man. You little shrimp. Little Scientology shrimp. Yeah, he was fun when he was an actual actor. 
Here's Sam. Sam, how you doing? Short people got no reason to. You know, I wonder if Tom Cruise, since I'm Mexican, if I'm a Mexican, I, I wonder if Tom Cruise is part Mexican because, you know, we'd be short. But anyways, you were talking about... You think about he's Cole. secretly Mexican because he's short? Yeah, because he's short. He is <laughs> short. He's short. He must have eaten a lot of bean and cheese tacos as a kid when he was making risky oh, business. Cruise, C-R-U-Z. Yeah, but you, know, you were talking about cults. And you know which is the worst cult? Right. You know, they, the cult the cult of the Democratic Party where they raise the gas prices so high that they're going to force everybody to ride, especially here in San Antonio. Right. I, I got to go. I got, I'm sorry. I, I ain't riding no bike nowhere, man. I don't pedal. Hey, uh, that's the show. Uh, thank you, Chris. Thanks, Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer, Don Morgan, and my good brother, Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. And we'll see you tomorrow. Bye.